0: Uh, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of SunCast. My name is Reagan Harrell, joining alongside, face-to-face.
1: Uh,
0: this uh, uh. <laughs> is Josh Blackmore. Josh, how we doing, Bubba? Good, and you? Hey, man, beautiful. We got a little Monday night football. I'm going to get this out to the people on Tuesday with a new schedule of SunCast. We got everything together, how we're doing things uh, from now on throughout. Uh, the rest of, the, of at least the regular season, uh, obviously when we get into uh, tournament time, you know, it just kind of depends how many things we got in tournament action, but uh, of course we plan on having quite a few uh, and quite a few sports. And we took a big step in that direction with where we're going to start out today's episode down in Longstar State. Oh, they say all oh, my exes live in, in Texas. Texas. No, I'm saying, <laughs> son, and that's where the my uh, uh, St. Thomas Bobcats and Miami Gardens went down and took down the number thirteen team in the country. Texas Wesley and move up number seventeen in the polls. Look, two heartbreakers the last couple uh, the last couple weeks. They were when said with the but they, they, they needed one. Bobcats needed one. Josh, how'd they do it?
1: Man, Tavius Farmer. So that's how they do it. Period. Yeah, period. I mean, no, exclamation point. No line. No line is it's, it's too bad for the Bobcats. Well, yeah, pretty good, but, you know. Farm, our, farmer is something. 21 attempts, 156 yards, and three touchdowns, averaging 7.5 yards a carry. I mean, what a game. Yeah, he's not bad. He's what not bad game. at the football. But I'm, I must say, the Bobcats got to figure out the turnover situation at quarterback. That's not going to work down the stretch. It's yeah. not. I don't care who you play, this it's so far in this league we've seen some teams who we didn't think were gonna be very good, are looking decent, you know, like the Royals. I'll get into that in a second. Yeah. What do you think but, about that
0: Bobcat defense that are led by Mr. Wilson?
1: I mean they I mean they've played competitive football games throughout the first four games of the year. So I mean, they're keeping you know, they're keeping the game keeping the game close, you know. They're not allowing teams to To really do too much. I mean, they did give up 150 uh, rushing yards and 272 through the air, but they were able to, you know, when it came down to it inside the 20, inside the red zone, they were able to um, keep them out of the end zone, which is the ultimate goal of the game, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and
0: great special teams uh, as as well. Love to see and that. He uh, that here. Yeah, yeah man I mean, I got got Mr. Ali Prado. Me and him, we've oh, been yeah. we've been around. Uh, we've been uh, we're veterans now in the special teams game and the Sun Conference, which uh, is filled with a lot, a lot of newcomers like me, him, and Chance. Uh, kind of old heads now as far as specialists in the Sun Conference. He got Sun Conference uh, Player of the Week. Uh, Forty gr- yards of boot will work. Oh, it'll work. He's yeah, he had he had a, he had a, a great. Great days, great kicker uh, for St. Thomas. Um, but not the only team that, that had had a pretty good weekend. Two dominant wins to put the cherry and the icing on top of the cake for Sun Conference football.
1: I mean, you see uh, Ave Maria put it put it to Fort Lauderdale this this weekend in Warner with an impressive win for the Royals. I think that's the first 3-0 start for the Royals in at least 10 years. It has to be
0: what you looked at um, earlier and saw Yeah, it's a great – Great for Warner, um, you know, second year uh, and, 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 and new progress. head coach. Progress,
1: just progress for him. Uh, that's what you know. That's what you're looking for. I mean, they look like they got someone under center that that's able to handle handle this level. And, you Mr. know, we haven't, haven't haven't been able to see that from Warner, at least from since I've been um, covering football. I mean, he hasn't really turned the ball over much. You know, can use he only had one attempt this week, but he also can can move the ball with his legs as well. So 10 of 19, 253 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Which, like I mentioned last week, is is going to be a big a big thing moving forward because as we've seen, you know, with these Sun Conference teams, it's it's been not not a lot of fireworks from the guys under center. It's been a lot of ground and pound for most of these teams. A lot of good defense, special teams. So to see, you know, Warner has, I guess you could say, has a slight nod in, in that department. At least through three games, yeah, granted, the competition hasn't been the best. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, season ends is today. Is he first-team first all Sun conference? it got to be. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, the game's on your schedule, you got to win. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you win the games on your schedule, you're going to be happy, so – yeah, ab- ab-
0: absolutely. Um, and, you know, s- uh, similar uh, with Abe Maria, they just started off the year a disappointing loss. But uh, since then, of course, you play your first game a 1,000 miles away from home, not always the easiest. But they've taken care of business since then, a, a very dominant win uh, against Fort Lauderdale.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look, at Andrew Hedge, 13 of 19, 136 yards and two touchdowns. Did throw an interception, didn't look to – Hurt them very much, but did spread the wealth on the ground. Twenty-nine carries, two hundred and twelve yards, and three touchdowns. Um, you know, kind of just doing what they got to do, winning the game. You know, prepping, you know, sharpening the iron for for a big week this coming week against um, Florida Memorial, who has a really good offense. So mm-hmm. this, Ave Maria's defense is going to be tested for sure. Luckily for Ave, they're at home, um, night game. flomo has got to travel a little bit. Ave has shown that they can score. Score the the football, so we're gonna see if FloMo is able to make some corrections on defense, make some uh, adjustments, and get some stops. So we're go- I expect to see a bunch of points this week. Um, but speaking of a team who can't just really catch a break is the Fireman. I mean. That's two heartbreakers in the first three weeks of the season, yeah, this I mean, one being in overtime.
0: It, it was tough for them. If they would have lost that game in uh re- in regulation, it would have been a very controversial loss. Um, they, they did end up blocking the field goal. once seeing great special teams in the Sunday Conference. I mean, you know, me personally, I love seeing that, obviously. But um some, some calls didn't exactly go their way towards the end of that game, blocked the field goal, unfortunately just not able to pull it out. Um, And over time, but, you know, uh, that's not an easy place to go play. Absolutely not. Not not an easy place uh, at all, a story program, obviously.
1: Well, you know, one thing I've noticed with Southeastern this far is the things that they can't do on offense is they can do on defense. And what I mean by that is they gave up five sacks on offense and had 42 carries for 57 yards. That offensive line has a massive question mark right right on top of it. But the defense, on the other hand, 50 carries – and only 62 yards.
0: I got a question for you. Do you think right now the biggest reason for Kaiser and St. Thomas being in the top 25, and you look at teams in total, do you just look at the five on the offensive line and do you look at that those those I mean, two scored. units those two units compared to everywhere else in the conference? Do you think that's the main difference? I,
1: it's, it's the difference thus far. I mean, we're really going to see when we got some conference on some conference sure. because the level of competition has been different throughout the first few games for all the teams, you know, some teams playing. Strictly, you know, above their competition level, and some teams um, staying right below um, their competition level, so it's kind of been a little hard to judge, but so far it's definitely been the offensive line that's that's the big difference, because, you know, 42 carries, 57 yards, that's, that's tough, you know what I mean, so...
0: Absolutely, we have a, a special guest, Xavier Rodriguez. We have OG walking in, walking in the studio. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, I, I actually, uh, re- reminds me uh, a little little tidbit before we move on. You know, we are closing in on our 100th episode. I think this is ninety six, ninety five, ninety six. I think a great way to celebrate that hundredth episode. Have the first guest ever on, on SunCast? I agree. On SunCast, on X. What, what do you think about that? Calm down. You just let me know. You don't ride there. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. No, no, know where you live. No doubt about yeah, that. <laughs> but, yeah, X coming never watch second half of Monday Night Football with us. But uh moving on, let's talk a little bit uh, about football. um Of course, we're going to talk volleyball with Manny at the at the end of the ep, uh, episode. But uh, a little bit of women's soccer. Josh, do you have any, any other points uh, before before we we move on? Um, obviously we're previewing everything on Friday's episode
1: no no no. yeah we're we're good uh, can't wait for for this weekend
0: yeah and we well again uh, Wednesday's soccer we'll kind, of, we'll kind of look look ahead uh, on that just uh, see what we'll uh, we'll talk more uh, about that after um, uh, give a quick quick preview just like know who's playing who uh, but First off, we'll we just kind of go, go down uh, the, the list. Ave Maria. Look, man, Ave Maria is a women's soccer team's defense. it It, it is very special. I, I think they have a great defense. They're going to stay in games. And like I said, I think Ave Maria, women's soccer, they had the defense, they had the keeper to keep them in games throughout conference play. But in the day they played um, – and, and I'm not going to say who, but there there was somebody today that they gave me um, – uh, they gave their opinion for what what about uh, about Scad um, and that maybe that Weber should have beat Scad. I don't know if I necessarily um, agree with that.
1: Maybe a little biased.
0: Though. Maybe maybe a little a little bit of uh, bias there. I will keep uh, names out of that. But um, anyways, I mean Scad at the end of the day they they do what they need to do in the in the second half. Uh, right around five minutes after the break, uh, Bergland Bowder's daughter uh, net- netted the first, Cintura with twenty minutes left. Uh, put, put it away by the way the buzz buzz we'll have some buzz buzz on the podcast Uh-oh. very soon <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna be be on very soon also have a great interview uh not this episode but uh next next episode uh, grace Petty from southeastern so definitely tune in uh, for that one a great uh great player um, and it's something pretty cool you know something just just a quick quick timeout something something really awesome um i was I obviously broadcasted uh, the, the weber southeastern game Last week, and being the very studious student <laughs> that I am, I uh, may, may have took maybe didn't really check the Weber email this weekend, but but after I did, I did get the the, the most kind email uh, fr- from Grace uh, Petty's dad about uh, how uh, about the uh, broadcasts that Jeff Molesky uh, and I did. I have so much fun with uh, Coach Molesky, Weber's uh, flag football coach. We love broadcasting uh, volleyball games. Um, he said he's watching the game from Central uh, I- Illinois. Um, they have a a team that I don't broadcast for have one of their parents uh, g- give us our props for everything. How much they enjoyed the broadcast that meant the world. Uh, so, Mister Petty, if you're if you're uh, listening, I do appreciate that. But anyways, b- back to it. SCAD took care of business uh, They're now. Perfect eight and o, three and in conference play. Um, I'm gonna move on. Move on. Saying women's soccer, uh, Kaiser gets back on track. Not exactly the dominant win I think they were looking for. In fact, they fell down two one to Weber. Um, you know, Coach Dunn had some. He had, he had a couple interesting co- comment, comments after the game. Um, and, you know, maybe may fair, the, the goals from Weber, not exactly textbook. Um, he said that, you know, one, one of them was one of those uh, kind of crosses that just kind of found its way in the back of the net, a little deflection uh, there for another one. where Then Weber found themselves up 2-1. Uh, uh, the less than a minute left to go and break, uh, Kaiser would tie it up. And then four minutes after the break, they would score another one. I, but i got to highlight one player uh, for Kaiser that has become – I would say probably my favorite player to watch, at least outside of a goalkeeper or uh, a a striker. Because, I mean, you you love your goals. You love goalkeeper, obviously. Georgia Little. Right back for for Kaiser has become my favorite player to watch in this conference defensively. The way she is able to move up up and down the, the, the that side of the pitch, open up lanes, create uh, opportunities, and not only that, the, the how fit she is to be able to do that. That's not an easy thing to do. I mean, you she's. Got to be covering, now there's no real stat to back this up, obviously, but in my opinion, she's got to be one uh, the player covering the most ground in the conference right now. Uh, she does a phenomenal job getting up, providing assists. Uh, she got two assists uh, uh, against Weber uh, that, that helped them lead. She leads, uh, l- l- help lead Kaiser uh, back into the win column. She leads the conference with five assists. I mean, that's great when you look at um, I mean, who, who else? She, she's going up I mean, uh, Bergen Bowder's daughter, who I think is one of the best midfielders uh, in the country. Cindy Chura, another a- a- excellent a- attacker. Madeline Cross from Ave Maria. They all have four, but it's Georgia Little leading the conference uh, with five and averaging over half an assist a game. Uh, that, that That's incredible. And uh, I think that's going to be be their key. You know, uh, Georgia was a great player for them last year. She's really stepped up in, in the fullback position. Uh, Kaiser... Uh, Got got the win three two. They're back uh, in the win calm. Like I said, is that a dominant win they're looking for against Weber? Probably not. But hey, good to get one back back in the win-com, back a win calm Get back on. Win is a win. Absolutely. But I tell you, a team that just keeps keeps on rocking and rolling. And I said it. I said this team couldn't make me uh, take back my words about SCAD being the number one team in the conference. I'm not doing it yet. But I did say Southeastern could potentially struggle going up against the Warner Royals. They did not. score three quick ones immediately. I mean, seven minutes into the game and then two more before it even got to the 40-minute mark. Capped off by uh, Ma- uh, Michaela Petticourt with, so far, probably the goal of the year, about 40 yards. How'd you sell- see that one on our Instagram? I did. Hey, look, I- I'm a goalkeeper, and every now and then I think, ah, I- sometimes I couldn't made the save. I <laughs> the keepers in <laughs> the college, I made, made it. I'm not making that say. 40 yards out, I mean, a beautiful shot uh, just rainbowed over uh, the keeper's the keeper's head. Who I mean, it wasn't like the keeper was out of position. You know, sometimes when you have a goal 40 yards out, you maybe you have the keeper 15, 20 yards away. No keeper. Uh, for Warner was in good, good positions, made a good a chance at the ball. But um, at the end of the day, uh, look, they, they're elite. Katie Carnes uh, c- continues uh, to do well uh, for them. I already talked about uh, Michaela Petticourt. Um, Mikayla Owen and and, and Net uh, continues to be a brick wall. Another shutout uh, for her. Uh, I believe she's leading uh, the the conference in shutouts. Um, pretty sure that that's correct. Don't don't have that one exactly on me right now, but whatever. Um, I know I, I know I have something though. I had something on here. Hold on one sec. This is great. This is great. I'm, I always, I'm always prepared. I'm always prepared. Right. Always, Always prepared. Hey, she's second in <clears throat> shutouts. Um, she's second in shutouts. Caitlin Bowser for first scat uh, has five shutouts in eight games, but Michaela Owen four shutouts in, in six games. I mean, obviously incredible there. I mean, I tell you, we've had some great goalkeeping. Um, between her, uh, Bowser who had that twelve save performance against Kaiser, and then Isabel, Panaranda, Era, Randa, I think. I, We've really been I'm, I'm great. I'm, yeah, I'm going to make you cover soccer next year <laughs> <laughs> for that. But moving right on, we can talk about St. Thomas. Uh, very chippy matchup. We'll talk a little bit more about Manny, who was on the call for that one. Obviously, St. Thomas Florida Memorial, both of those games got chippy. Red cards issued, uh, men's and women's. Um, both sides got very chippy. Man, St. Thomas, they may not just be knocking on the door that, that top three. From what I have heard from talking with, with some Weber women's soccer players they have straight up said they that St. Thomas was a tougher opponent than Kaiser now that's something now obviously early early in the season still a lot to go we'll see if, um if if that continues to on, but did they I give mean, a comparison the result, to uh no I, I don't I don't think St. Thomas is I mean they, they, we'll from, find from, out from, from, we, we were we will that is a circled matchup I would love to be there um Again, that's one of those. I don't think Coach Potoczni is going to let me miss practice for with St. Thomas. I mean, with yeah. us having to play St. Thomas Saturday, I don't think I'll be able to get away with that one. Um, but yeah, again, that, that one got, got a little bit chippy. Uh, we talked talk a little bit more uh, with Manny, who was who, who there uh, for that one. Uh, Claudio Rodriguez, uh, phenomenal. Uh, again, got a big big goal. Uh, Kina Better. Uh, another goal uh you know, Claudia rodriguez uh, the nickname cr7 and i mean she had the powerful header uh from a corner uh two nil win, win uh from there another shutout uh in net for uh the bobcats uh move, moving on to men's soccer uh scad look we talk about him all the time he's lead, leading the conference of goals ryan holmes uh he netted another one uh great game uh Ave Maria would, would tie it up around the 65-minute mark, and then five minutes later it would be uh, Giovanni Lares, assisted by Lewis Gamble, who has uh, been an assist machine as well for the Bob- Bobcats. Uh, but uh, it's not Bobcats, Bees, my apologies. Um, they, another great game uh, for Lewis Gamble and for Ryan Holmes. Bees, they're now 3-1-1 in, in conference play. Uh, Ave Maria, um, look, some, sometimes just just ain't working out for you. They fought at Eight or 0-8-1, 0-5 uh, in conference. Uh, the men's soccer team, they've played some very competitive games. Uh, the controversial game against Weber, that's obviously one they're going to uh, not forget about. Another nail-biting win, just things not quite uh, falling their way down in uh, Ave Maria. Uh, men's soccer, Kaiser uh, handles business against uh, Weber, another player that, that I've had a lot of fun watching down uh, in West Palm Beach. Uh, Gabby uh, Villafane, he has a goal. Goal and assist, Um, and another player that's you know somewhat similar uh, to uh, Georgia Little is uh, excuse me um, is uh, Jack Casey. Jack Casey uh, phenomenal. He picks up another couple of assists. He's second uh, in in the conference. Three assists along with Tim Roth. Uh, He has four leading the conference for SCAD. Uh, Roth's been. I tell you they. SCAD men's soccer. You know we talk a lot about the women's team. The men's team is going to cause some trouble as well. I think uh, the, the men's side's very deep. Uh, we talked about uh, we talked about Saint Thomas and on the women's side, kind of being that team that can that could go up men and mess up some top twenty-five ranked teams. Watch out for SCAD, uh, but uh, no problem for uh, Weber again. Or excuse me, again for Kaiser against Weber. Called penalties and box uh, uh, against. Uh, Kaiser, uh, or excuse me, Weber had against Kaiser. Uh, Gabby uh, took, care, took care of one from the spot, along with J- Jacob uh, Schneisler uh, with the other one. Uh, kind of like in the women's game, uh, it was Weber that took an advantage. Uh, early on, 13 minutes in, uh, Marco uh, De Rosa uh, assisted uh, Ruben Marquez uh, f- for the goal, but then from then on out, the, the next uh, 80, 80, or 75, 80 minutes or so was pretty much all, all Seahawks. 3-1 win, not a whole lot of sweating there. Um, St. Thomas, 1-0 win over Florida Memorial, very chippy matchup, quite quite a few red cards issued out, and and that one as well, some pushing and shoving uh, at the end of the match, Um, I think that's one thing about St. Thomas, they they could probably clean up um, Are the red cards, it's not the first time that's happened this year, as we talk about with with Manny a little bit, but I'll tell you what man, another impressive performance from Florida Memorial, we're talking about a team last year, they're not doing this against St. Thomas, at least this St. Thomas side, they're not... Going there and look, St. Thomas's only goal, it was a Guido uh, perfect free kick. I mean, in a day, 25 yards in the, in the top r- uh, right, right corner. It, it, you can't stop that if, if you're the keeper. But it was a great performance, again, from Florida Memorial, who I think – uh, I was talking about SCAD. I think is right up there right up there with them. That's going to be a fun uh, matchup this year. They're 2-2-2 two, two, and two on the year, 1-1-1 one, one, one in conference play. But, um, yeah, I'm as confident. And I'd probably say – yeah, and the three fall sports, when I look at women's soccer, men's soccer, and volleyball that, um, that I really cover going on right now, um, I think St. Thomas volleyball is who I'm most confident in winning. But I think St. Thomas men's soccer is probably right there. Women's soccer, it's <laughs> – I still lean scab, but, I mean, uh, we've already discussed Southeastern, Kaiser, they're right up there. St. Thomas, uh, extremely good as well. And Ave Maria with their defense, I mean, they could be anybody any given day. Uh, r- wrapping up from this weekend and the, the most fun matchup of the weekend, back and forth matchup between two Polk County rivals, Warner and Southeastern. It was Victor uh, Cavalcante uh, that uh, scored twice. Uh, he, this, he was assisted by Chris Thorpe and. Uh, Villegas Jr. But hey, Warner made it interesting again. Warner, um, you know they're 0-3 1 in conference play, and if you let that let that for you in any any kind of way, you will get get got. You're going to get got. no doubt about it. Um, I mean, they kept things interesting. Uh, they never they didn't show any quit. I mean, in the 81st minute, uh, Victor scored his second to make it 3-1, and then Bryce Himes uh, cut the deficit in half to make it a very interesting last seven minutes. Uh, football. But that's it. Um, take a look at our conference uh, players of the week. Of course, uh, Josh, we, we kind of discussed football. Kendall Wilson uh, Jr., Rontavious Farmer, and Alejandro Prado uh, in football took care of business. Attacker of the Week, Amanda Allende, very well-deserved. Uh, Beatrice Reese, Peyton uh, Bertke, we talk about uh, those three young ladies with uh, young ladies like we're in that's amazing. not so amazed, but I'm like, oh, I'm getting old. I just turned 23, getting on up there. Got a couple of gray hairs. So I'm going to start uh, dyeing my hair like I'm Ron Day. But, anyways, uh, in uh, the women's soccer, uh, Kaylin Bowger, obviously, her performance against Avi Maria. Kaiser gets her defensive player of the week. Cindy Chura uh, for a scad B sweep. Uh, women's soccer and men's soccer, uh, Franco Estevee. Uh, uh, incredible goalkeeper, man. He's been so much fun to watch last Couple years, just athletic, quick as a cat, cat-like reflexes. Uh, Gabby uh, Vilfane, of course, he's gonna uh, win offense player uh, of the week, and we gotta talk a little cross country as well. Roger Reyes and Isabella Marti, they both win uh, runners of the week uh, for cross country. Um, not gonna get a whole lot into what we, what we have. Uh, going on on Wednesday. We're going to talk about that on Friday's show, if more of a recap. Uh, Ave Maria goes down and play, play Kaiser. Let's see if Ave Maria can, can go down there. Let's get a result, get, get some momentum going. Uh, St. Thomas, they head up to SCAD. We've already talked about, about SCAD. Um, I don't think St. Thomas is going to struggle too much up there. However, um, you know St. Thomas likes to play close games, and SCAD's good at winning close games. Uh, could be interesting there. Uh, big matchup as far as playoff seeding down the line in Lake Wales Cross Lake rivalry Weber and Warner. Uh, the big one in midweek is going to be Southeastern against Florida Memorial. It's going to be very interesting for Southeastern. I believe they're already down on the road. They got to play. They got to uh, finish up the game against Kaiser that they could not finish due to lightning uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, they got to finish that one up uh, today when this episode drops. Um, and then immediately after that, they got to go play tomorrow night uh, against Florida Memorial. Uh, look, we've already talked about Flomo. Look, I said eventually they're going to get uh, one, one of these top, top-tier teams. Um, this could very well be it. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, of course, women's soccer, we, we, you just uh, – this same deal. Um, excuse me, only difference is SCAD and St. Thomas play on Thursday uh, instead of Wednesday. Um, and then you flip locations. Women's soccer, Flomo goes to Lakeland. Uh, Kaiser goes to Ave Maria, and Warner travels to Babson Park. Big matchups on Wednesday. Uh, we'll see any, anything else we got? I believe that that is it. Uh, we we do have golf right now. Golf tournaments current currently uh, g- going on. Uh, the invite at Ennis Brook, uh, Kaiser, Scad, Weber, Saint Thomas, Ave Maria, and I believe Southeastern is there as well. I don't see it on the schedule, but I know. Pretty sure they're down there. Coastal Georgia, uh, they're they're at Dalton State in a tournament uh, as well. Another top 10 uh, team in the Sun Conference for golf. So best of luck to all of our golfers uh, going on right now. We have a little bit of tennis on Friday. Uh, Looks like Warner's got got some matchups. Some Non-conference volleyball uh, at the end of the week as well. We talk a little bit more about that with Manny. Josh, obviously we want to talk about football uh, this next weekend, but any anything you want to get out there? Uh, obviously, uh, this is the, the big week. I mean, uh, practices across the conference, so gonna have a little more intensity with Sun Conference matchups happening now.
1: You know, the one that I really have starred this week is is Warner versus Southeastern. You know, because like I said earlier, Warner three and O something we we haven't seen while covering this more with more detail the last the last couple years. But like I said, first 3-0 start in over a decade. Southeastern, historically, a great program. They've played some really, you know, games wire to wire. I'm really anxious to see how Warner's going to handle some a little bit tougher competition, see if Southeastern can sure up that offensive line. You know the defense is there, so Warner has a big test. You know, in, in that regard, we'll see if, you know, Warner can, you know, get to that quarterback or stop the run because that's going be, to be the way they're going to do it. So I'm anxious to see how Warner does. And then, of course, you know, Homer, I, like, I can't wait to see St. Thomas and Weber get after it. You know, Weber's got a big challenge with that offensive line and Rontavious Farmer because that guy is a beast. Um, so, like I said, Weber with a big test. St. Thomas looking for a big win. Um, obviously, I'm Homer pulling pulling for the Warriors, but yeah, you know,
0: ooh, we're not biased on here. Nah, we're we kidding. are we kidding? Yeah, I, I'm I'm allowed to be a little biased. Yeah, as as our. As our uh, I remember one of the funniest one-liners I've gotten here. Uh, coach Kayla Watkins, great, uh, softball coach at Southeast, obviously a great great relationship with the fire softball team. Remember one time. Uh, Uh, I think it was at Sun Conference tournament, uh, and uh, she she's like, "Hey Reagan, you still got a little bit of that green paint on your face." (laughs) (laughs) That's a good chirp. That's a green chirp, Coach. But all right, I'm gonna kick it over now to myself and Manny Burrows. All right, now we got Mr. Manny Burrows. You know what that means? We got some volleyball talk. Certainly. A lot happened this weekend. Upset and uh the top teams the top team continues to roll. Uh Manny, I guess we can start with Wednesday where we had I'd say the best volleyball game of the Sun Conference season so far going on
2: between the Kaiser Seahawks and the Ave Maria Girens. I remember when I once I left my practice for the team that I coached for, for basketball, a local team, I literally called you. Right when yeah. right when I saw that on Twitter, I said, wait, 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 And I had to go look. I even watched a little bit of the game. It was, I mean, you, you called first of all, shout out, give you your flowers. You called it. You called it on the head. I I first thing I said when I was coming on, I'm like, I gotta get Reagan his flowers. He, flowers. he called it, man. He yeah. called it. Um, five sets. When I checked in live, Kaiser was already up two to one. And I didn't think. Maybe I Ave would win that next one, but when they won the fifth one, that one where I was like, "Okay, Ave really came to play." Their last four matches now against the Seahawks have gone those five sets, and it was the biggest takeaway by far for the, because, and we'll get to it when he uh, in a little bit. The yep. biggest takeaway now from that game too is the fact that Ave's next game was very baffling. I think is the best way to put it.
0: It was. um, Of course, that was uh, Florida Memorial. We'll get to that um, in a second. But we did say, look, Florida Memorial is you you had to take that first game against Weber with a grain of salt. Obviously, now with how Weber has shaken out over the last three, four games. um, But the team that we saw with Florida Memorial and Babson Park is no, obviously not that team. With what they did, Dave Maria, uh, they just didn't have a non-conference schedule. At the end of the day, they didn't have a non-conference schedule. We've seen how that's affected o- other teams in soccer. Now, Flomo, that was more of a, you know, however, what, what scheduling was, they got like what one, maybe two non-conference games before they uh, got rocking and rolling um, into conference play. And in volleyball, you, you got to build the chemistry, even though that's an experienced team in Florida Memorial. But we'll get more into that in a second. But, yeah, man, Um, I, I watched the end of that Kaiser-Ave Maria game after just the shellacking that went down between Southeastern and Weber. Look, Weber, they had a couple good runs late in uh, the first and third sets, Um, but Southeastern just dominated uh, Weber for the most part in that game. Um, I don't even think there was really a whole lot Southeastern did special. They just played clean volleyball. Weber didn't. A um, little concerning from what I saw from Weber, not only in that game, but also uh, against Warner uh, as well. Uh, also, uh, on Wednesday, and I mean, the, the theme is a theme. And here's kind of where I'm at with Sun Conference Volleyball. I think there's a clear number one, and then I think two through five, six, you you can get pretty creative uh, with, with
2: ha- how you want to rank them. Manny, is that where, about where you're at? No, it really is because – and we saw it on Saturday. Um, the Bobcats handled business. They w- I watched that game live. It was my first real wa- game that I watched on the road for the Bobcats. And from the first set, I was like, whoa. Like it, and I and I've seen this Bobcat team up front, but it was a dominant first set. Like it was, it was a little not surprising, but just the way they came out gunning. You understood that they understood the opportunity that was in front of them. Now, obviously, they were playing at the same time like all the other. Uh, some conference games were going on so they didn't know right. what was happening at Avi maria but because of what happened in ave maria and Florida memorial taking the sweep from the gyrenes the bobcats inadvertently realized oh snap now we have the number one spot in the conference sitting yep. pretty up there so they handled business it was a dominant performance for sure shout out to the southeastern because they did fight back they did not go quietly at all no from that game, though, the biggest thing that I saw, and it's been a note for sure for the past, for pretty much for the entire season so far for the Bobcats, is the freshman duo of, of Alexander Bruno and Peyton Berkey. They are very, very game. They're going to be a duo, as long as they stay together, that the Sun Conference is going to have to deal with. Peyton Berkey had a double-double with 48 assists, 10 digs, also had five kills and four service aces that led the team. Just an all-around complete performance. In the third set specifically, I want to give Alexander Bruno her flowers because she, I felt like every time that I was listening to it while I was doing some work, it was an Alexander Bruno kill, a service ace, something that Bruno was a part of. She finished with 18.5 points that led the team. She had 15 kills that also led the team. Three service aces, like I mentioned, I believe all of them came in third set and then eight digs and you had Bobcats like Allende, Talia Barnes, they handled their business. Barnes had five blocks. That's your defense. I felt like it was a defensive week. For the entire Sun Conference, you know, we talked about yeah. Avi Maria and they set up, I believe it was almost a record, 11 blocks by Bertiz Reese. I hope I'm saying that right. It was one shy of the school record against Kaiser on Wednesday. So it was a defensive week, I feel like, for the entire conference. Mm. But the Bobcats, they, they did what they're supposed to do. Southeastern, again, they did very well. They continued their strong It felt like they just couldn't get too much offense going. There were some bright spots for sure. Obviously, they won that set, and every set was pretty much close aside from that first one. But it's like you said, the Bobcats went into Lakeland, handled business, and now they're sitting pretty at the top of the conference. And two through six, like you mentioned, is in shambles right now. And we've got pretty much the entire Sun Conference schedule to go through with these next three to four weeks. Yeah, and that uh,
0: Saturday game between Southeastern and St. Thomas. I think that right now, I think you have to say that's the top two teams in the conference. Um, any pushback there right now?
2: No, not at all. Now, I I, knew that, I know the Seahawks are going to have something to say about that. They do have the Bobcats in about two weeks, I want to say, on, on yeah. Wednesday here at AutoNation Field. Um, so I'm out of the Fernandez Family Center. been saying AutoNation for the past couple of days. Yeah. Um, but, so they definitely have something to say about that. But, no, I, I definitely say it's Bobcats, fire, and they'll probably say Seahawks, Aubrey Maria, somewhere in the in that order. Yeah,
0: and, and, you know, with St. Thomas, it, it's the same. It, it gets a little repetitive, but they don't rely on just one person to beat. You saw it against Southeastern, Bruno 15, Allende 13, uh, Dennis 12, Barnes 10. We I mean, have four players, double digits, um, and kills, and a defense that holds a really good uh, South southeastern to a low hitting percentage again they're not making mistakes um i mean, I mean do, credit to southeastern they finally break which what was what a uh, 13 set win streak or something like that 13 14 15 something like that went said win streak for uh st thomas but even still i mean that was a 23 25 uh score there um uh, but but you know for southeastern uh to kind of get get punched in the mouth a little bit 25 14 that first set and then have three competitive sets uh down the stretch I think that's certainly something they could hold their hat put their hat on or hold their hat on however you say it whatever Sunday tired whatever uh uh but but still I I think right now I'm looking at Saint Thomas and I it, it's tough for me to find a team that that could beat them and then I'll look 15 minutes down the road. Then I look 15 minutes down the road, Manny, and I think now we're starting to see, okay, Florida Memorial. How good are they? How how, how much how, how much stock do we put in them going to Ave Maria and sweeping them? Like, do we put a lot of stock in that? Or is it okay, down day for Ave Maria? Like, where are we sitting with that
2: as far as you're concerned? So this is my thing. And I'm a firm believer, like i said, I've played sports for my entire life. Everybody is, everybody is, anybody is able to have a bad day. That's what I'm going to say. Anybody is able to have a bad day. Everybody has that right to have a bad day. We all have bad days. It happens.
0: Especially two, three, or three days earlier, you win an emotional electric five-setter against Kaiser. There's certainly something to be said about that. Exactly. So
2: the bad day is something that is valid. What I don't think can be credited with a bad day is getting swept yeah i need you to at least get one the set counts for that game 25 23 25 21 and that last set being 25 16 that first set i get it maybe like you said there's a little bit of a hangover effect the the electricity from being kaiser at kaiser in a 5 set thriller but you got to get one of those first two sets it was it just it has to happen if Florida Memorial still wins in four or in five, which is what we were kind of talking about in our preview of that game um, when we recorded last week, hats off to them. Florida Memorial, you did it. You went into, into the gyre Nation, and you took a very big-time win. Caroline Solis at 12 kills, led the team. Three service aces, led the team. 11 digs, also led the team. 15 points, also led the team. Like, we knew she was going to do what she did. Shout out to Rafael Noriega, I believe that's how you say it. 12 kills, two service aces, and two blocks, 15 points. That is going to be the big key for the Florida Memorial Lions. If they can bring enough offense to the table to help Souza, who is going to be the focal point of their offense and to defense for an entire conference, then we can start talking about, okay, you beat uh, Jirens. Maybe you put a little bit of momentum. You're building that, that chemistry like you mentioned earlier. I'm giving them a lot of stock, honestly. I'm giving them a lot of stock for the way they did it because those first two sets were very close. And I feel like that third set was a situation where it was all Lions. Like they had no momentum. They're up 2-0. And maybe the gyrenes just realized it's just not our day. And I'm not saying they give up by any stretch of the imagination. But it, it's hard. Once you give a team that is the quote-unquote underdogs, you give them a little bit of confidence, it's it's a wrap. Now that they they smell yeah. blood in the water, they're going for the kill. And that's what the Lions did. So I'm giving it a lot of stock. And I'm also docking a little bit of points for the gyrenes because, again, I'm not docking it for the loss. I'm just docking it in the way you lose. You can't get swept at home against the Lions after the Lions just got swept from the, by the Bobcats in a in dominating fashion, if we're going to call it what it was.
0: Yeah. And, and, and Ave is a little bit of a younger team, especially compared uh, when you look at you know, your Weber, Weber, is, Weber is still an experienced team. Kaiser's very, uh, very experienced. St. Thomas is obviously very experienced. Southeastern's experienced it. But at the end of the day, um, probably the most experienced team uh, 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 in the Sun Conference. Um, besides maybe Weber, it is Florida Memorial. Um, I think, I think that's kind of what we saw. I think that was a big focal point. Um, I, and I don't, I would be shocked if we get uh, to the second time these two play and Florida Memorial sweeps them again. But, um, it, it, it's, it's tough. It, it, it's tough because you look at what Ave Maria does so well. They're obviously great, uh, middle blocking, they have great defense. Um, and that kind of brought me to okay, are they that much better than Kaiser? Maybe I don't want to say I start questioning that that win against against Kaiser. I don't want to do that. I just think there's a really I think they have a matchup advantage um, against Kaiser. I think they are excellent defensively. I think they're excellent in the middle. Um, and Kaiser, where there is no doubt. And uh, look, uh, Allende, uh Berkey, they they're certainly they they can certainly make a case for it. But I think Heidi and Slater are the best setter uh uh attacker duo uh maybe in the country uh definitely in the conference however we just saw um uh, uh ave maria nearly have a single uh game record with blocks we saw coastal georgia this this weekend uh outblock kaiser 14 to 3 um but still i i i think when when you look at that from ave Maria standpoint i think it, it's tough. It, it's just so tough because it was like, okay, now they're back. Now they're here. They are what they were last year. They're going to compete. They are that second, third best team in the conference. And then to get swept like that, it, it, it is kind of brutal.
2: It it really is, and I mean, I'm I'm glad you brought up the the coastal stats against the Seahawks because, in retrospect, it's kind of crazy to say like the Seahawks statistically they outplayed the uh the Mariners outplayed the Seahawks statistically obviously mm-hmm. the Seahawks came in with the win but I was that that's one other takeaway I kind of had I had it right here Mariners 14 blocks and outscored KU 67 to 64 so you don't really don't, I'm again still new to the game but I don't really have seen that happen too too often it is kind of coming down to a matchup situation and I have to agree with you on that when we look at these certain teams is it going to be where it might be cliche to say it might sound something that everybody always says but sometimes it's more evident than others the playoff seedings will matter like kaiser yeah. now because of that loss to Ave maria which i'm mean, not again it could have happened but it happening so early definitely hurts their chances now of maybe hosting a tour hosting a tournament because they still got both games against the bobcats they saw both games against the fire and they got Ave maria one more time so that's five games right there that honestly could go either way And not to mention now, because the Jireans got swept against Florida Memorial, that makes this next game against the Bobcats a must-win. Again, early on, must-win might be a little excessive, but I'm saying in the sense of you still have to play these teams again, some of them on the road, some of them at home. We're going to look at each of these matches and say, okay, we understand on paper how these teams line up, but when they play each other, it's a different story, and it's Mm -hmm. becoming more and more evident that once we get the postseason time, Whoever is hosting, who's ever gets the home court advantage, and whoever you're playing against will be a lot more important. I feel like than some people are realizing. I'm very
0: interested, and this might be the game outside of anything Saint Thomas does, because Saint Thomas is Saint Thomas, and there better be a dead gum number next to their name. Oh my god! It better be <laughs> deep breaths. Anyways, um, I'm very interested in the in the matchup Saturday. We'll talk uh we're gonna talk more about uh the, the matchup Saturdays we are gonna record later uh, later in the week. I'm telling you that Southeastern uh Kaiser game, that's gonna answer a lot of questions for me because you look what Southeastern does well, they're as good in the middle as anybody with, with Chapel, uh Cunningham, Amelia, Amelia Harding, and Tatiana Lyons. And then when you go uh, over to Kaiser, and that's where they have struggled uh slightly. Um if they fix that, if Kaiser now, if Kaiser fixes that, but I don't know if there's a big difference between Kaiser and St. Thomas, then I don't think there's much of a difference. However, if they don't, I think that's where you see just for the rest of the year, you're not you, you're going to see teams just continue uh to, to attack the middle the best they can. Try to scheme uh, the best way they possible, however, it is. I know uh now obviously uh, our volleyball IQ isn't exactly just flowing off, off of the charts. I'd love to we need to have have a coach on to talk talk uh, uh, a little bit more about this about how uh if you're if you're going up against Kaiser, if you need to somehow try to try to keep everything in the middle you gotta like your chances however uh if Kaiser is able to attack you uh on the outside uh good good luck um I, I think that's a very interesting ma- matchup Saturday between southeastern Kaiser we'll talk a little bit more about that uh later in the week when we when we uh, record again
2: no yeah I have to agree with you I mean I'm trying to make plans to maybe drive up there and, and see that game live you know because that's be an electric one. it's gotta be one yep okay um
0: moving on we talked a little bit uh, about coastal Georgia um and Kaiser uh the five set thriller between uh the cross Lake rivals Weber Warner there were some statistical issues um and that one um not really sure what what all ha- happened there. Manny, I got on you a little bit um, on the show when I when you said Weber was the second to last in, in the conference. I didn't agree with that. Um, hand up, I, I was I, I was wrong. Um, they are. It, it, it's not. It's not looking great.
2: Yeah, it's it's not. Um, it's it's just it's it's tough. I I do think it's tough. I don't think it's anything more than. You know, you got a first year head coach. There's a little bit of a growing situation going on right now with Weber. They've got the players. They've got really good players. You know, Nania Reed being a, a, a one could say a household name for sure when when you're mentioning Weber volleyball. I just think Warner. They're young. They use the crowd energy to just find a way, and that and that and that's kind of what it came down to. I feel like yeah. you know, it's they do have some top-notch volleyball players. Carla Rodriguez is their libero who's been having a great season. Leah Cooley coming off of a double-double performance against Coastal Georgia. She came in and continued to do her thing. You know, like you said, we don't have the stats for the Weber-Warner series. I do think it says more about Weber, sadly. I do think it says more that maybe they're not going to have the season that we were kind of expecting or hoping for. With that said, though, I think they can still play spoiler for a lot of these teams. Um, I think that they might that second go around with some of these teams. Once you got that first time under your belt, got a little bit of film, maybe you can watch, study, game plan better, like you like you've mentioned. And then we can talk about oh my God, Weber with a big time win here. It's going to affect seating, but yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's it's not looking good for the Warriors right now. But again, still a lot of Sun Conference volleyball to play, in, and we'll see if they can turn it around. Yeah, at the end of the day, it was a really uh, re- really good match. I mean,
0: uh, b- back and forth. I mean, uh, Kaiser t- t- took the first one, 26-24. Weber dominated the second set. Warner dominated the the third set. We had a great fourth set, 25-21, and then Warner just came out on top. I would – you know, it, you don't want to say home-, home court advantage too much when you look at Warner-Weber. I mean, those games get a – I mean, it's kind of like Florida Memorial St. Thomas. I mean, it, of, I mean five minutes instead of 15 minutes uh apart a there, but – um, yeah, that game was supposed to be played in Babson Park. Um, you know, court and every, everything, uh, issues obviously w- uh, were a, a big problem. Um, you know, Weber does get a little bit of a uh, get right game that they, they get to play Trinity Baptist. You know, hopefully they can get some momentum going Friday. Um, uh, when they t- take on Trinity Baptist, who, um, not exactly the strong, strongest volleyball team we've seen, uh, other Sun Conference teams uh, ha- handle them fairly. Fairly easily at the end of the day, Weber. I think it's more you just got to clean it up. Um, I think this is a very talented team. Um, I just think it, it's mistakes, it's mistakes that killed them against Southeastern. I actually wrote a game recap for one of my classes for that game, and it was just. And, and when I was writing the game recap for them against Southeastern, it was like, Was Southeastern doing anything special? No, not, not really. They just didn't make that many mistakes, and it was continuous. Uh, mistakes, hitting the ball out, letting Southeastern go on big runs. Same thing against Warner. I think it Weber can definitely clean this up. I'm not, I'm certainly not, not saying, Oh, forget about Weber, bury them. They will not be uh, a competitor in the Sun covers I think it's way, way too early to say that uh, uh, about the Warriors. But um, I, I, th- I think that's a gut-wrenching loss. That's a gut-wrenching loss uh, against your rival. Um, but hey, at the end of the day, uh, still early in the se- in-, in the Sun Conference season, three games in, plenty of time to to right the wrongs.
2: Hey, you're, you're, that's exactly the way I'm sure that Coach D and and the team is really looking at it. You know, you it's it's tough. It's gonna hurt. You know, maybe you can say if that was at Babson Park, maybe that last set goes the Royals way, but it didn't. You shake it off. You you learn from it and Warriors you keep. Way. Yeah, Warriors way. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Um. Any anyway, any other uh, point points you want to hit on? No,
2: except uh, I'm looking I've forward to see a one. dead gum number next to St. Thomas. Yeah, honestly, Man, I know that yeah, much. I <laughs> know that much. If we do not see a number, and honestly, I think it should be higher. But if I'm just give me a 25, just give me a 25, 25. And give me will, 25, and I will, and I will, I will at least be fine for the next week. And then after that, we'll see where we are. We'll go from there. But if there's not at least a number there. Oh man, that's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be honestly crazy. I do have a question for you.
0: Um, do you hear anything about w- what went on with uh y'all's men's soccer game against Florida Memorial? Men's or women's? Um,
2: I heard things about both. So I was actually on the call for the women's game last night. Um it was pretty yeah, much but, back to that's my I would
0: I would have turned the I watched I watched a little bit of it, but and go, Ohio State, Notre
2: Dame, Georgia gave hey, us. <laughs> I understand. I understand. You're good, bro. I understand. It, it didn't get real exciting until the last, until the second half. Anyways, uh, we did put two in the back of the neck, Claudia Rodriguez and Kata Better. They they were able to to find the 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 goal. Did get a little dicey in the last two minutes. There was a little extracurricular activities. Um, yeah. From from both teams, the lines did get booked with their straight red, and there were some other things that the conference is uh, gonna have to get involved with, but. You know, it was about a Miami Gardens. It happens. It happens. It's, anything it's, it's happen expected. The, I did see what happened in the men's game. Um,
0: that one. I, that I
2: didn't see. I'll be honest, with you, I didn't see anything about the men's. That game.
0: one. Um, I, I. I think I'll talk about this earlier in the episode. I don't know. Again, we with how we record, i kind of over all this is the 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 last half of the episode. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I've I've talked about about this uh, when we get into it. Um. But it, 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 anyways, it was just uh, like, I don't know, 20 seconds left. Uh, St. Thomas players send the ball the opposite half of the field. I mean, a, as you do in a one-nil game, listen a minute, man minute left, ball goes out. Um, maybe some antics by uh, one one of the substitutes, uh, players on the bench for Saint Thomas. It's hard to see. Uh, again, watching uh on the phone. I'm sorry, love the sun, love, love sun conference. love like I have soccer, but Ohio State no day. That game had to be on the big that had to be on the big big team. Yeah. <laughs> but but um it, anyways, then I don't know, There was a push, a shove. Um there had to have been something said because they were quickly, I think at least two, three red cards. Don't know who they were issued to. It didn't show up in in the stat book, but uh, yeah, the battle of Miami Gardens never does it never disappoints, does it? Mm-hmm. No matter what sport.
2: No matter what sport. <laughs> uh, no, nah, yeah. I will no, say. No, this,
0: no, not, not condoning that. Not something we want to say. No, see yeah, of course. Playing, of but, course not. Yeah. We all
2: love the the intensity. But once it gets a little too much, then yeah, that's where we're all like, all right, guys, let's, let's bring it back. I will I mean, say. Because not only that, I mean, now you affect your squad.
0: Um, is it, Again, don't know who that was for uh, St. Thomas, but it could very well affect
2: your squad uh, moving forward. No, no, for sure. I mean, number three in the, in the nation for a reason. And you don't want to lose. You know, we've already kind of dealt with that. Uh, right before conference play started, but definitely want to avoid that at all at all costs. Um I do want to give a shout out, though, to a lot of to all of women's uh, athletics in the fall for St. Thomas been killing it, man. Women's soccer receiving votes, volleyball yeah. receiving votes. They've, they've, they've been killing it out here, man. Shout out to the ladies representing the the Bobcats. Well, one thing I will
0: be, uh, I, I will absolutely uh, be, be talking about it, and get, uh, we'll, again, we'll we'll talk about this more later in, in the week. Some massive ma- matchups, um, the late later on th- the, this week, uh, Saint Thomas and SCAD SCAD. Whew, they're good. They are good. Good at the <laughs> soccer. They they are good at at, at, at the soccer, but
2: um, no, they don't have a number. It's kind of crazy to me too. I'm, I'm sorry. How they ha- don't have a, they're not receiving votes like that or even have a number next time, do they?
0: No, that's their men's team that, that that's not. Oh. The, their men's team's having to find you No, no, I man, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm getting a soapbox for them too because find me <laughs> eleven teams in the country, bit better than the SCAB. Go, go ahead. Find, find me, find me. I, I, I feel like that that's going to be corrected by the time the uh the the new polls uh come out.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's been honestly Sun Conference this fall semester's been killing it, man,
0: killing it. It never disappoints, man. I mean, it's so fun. What do we have? What do we have Wednesday? Oh, speaking of fun ones, we'll have, let's see, Warner Weber, Wednesday women's soccer. Uh, no, no, no St. Thomas, no Scad. Wait, hold on. Now I'm confused. Is this Saturday? Is this Saturday when it happens? Okay, never mind. No, they play Florida Memorial. I forgot. Not St. Not Thomas. They play Flo Mode. Never mind. All right, so Scad plays Florida Memorial Saturday, not St. Thomas. I knew they were go- going to Miami, but. I mean, just as big, just as good. St. Thomas playing Kaiser. Now that's the game. Now we're getting way too much into what we're going to talk about later on this week. But I don't
2: um, know. when you start talking about women's soccer, you get a little, 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 little excited, and you start start rambling.
0: Men's too. I mean, but all soccer, soccer uh look good. I mean, I mean, right now, I mean, St. Thomas is kind of carrying the torch, but I think Kaiser is going to be fine. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one player, and I'm that uh, this I 100 already talked talked about, but. I'm telling you right now, I've quickly got a, one of my favorite players uh, to watch in, in the Sun Conference. I liked watching her last year. She was very fun, fun to watch uh, last year. But this year, what she's doing um, as as uh, a wingback for, for Kaiser Georgia Little is my favorite defensive player to watch in the country. She's extremely fun uh, to watch. Um, if you're on the call for that game Saturday, uh, it's in West Palm Beach. Never mind. Yeah, it's it's in West Palm. Oh but, yeah, and the men's are the ones that are, that are going to be at home. Yep, that's right. But whenever that that'll be a good game too. That will be mm-hmm. a top twenty matchup. Um, with St. Thomas Kaiser, when that game uh when, when that game comes, Georgia Little is very a very, very very fun uh matchup. And okay, what whatever we're, we're getting, I'm we're about to start talking about stuff that I'm definitely going to talk about a little bit la- later on today. Whatever. Um, man, you got any, anything else? nope i'll see y'all we'll see y'all in the week during the week absolutely so that wrap, wraps us up uh no interview this episode yeah we'll have an interview uh later on very fun uh uh g- a great interview volleyball interview teaser um nah, i don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil it because it hasn't been officially record- recorded yeah, but yeah, we do have a great great interview uh c- coming up on, on friday's episode so we'll see you a little bit later on in the week thank you all